Hello YouTube, uh, Corey and Peter back with the Vimani Lounge, and here, here we are going to discuss some of the newer cards coming out, along with some cards that are technically out now that are going to be helping these decks coming out in the future, and we'll talk about what we think about them, and what impact we think we're gonna ha they're going to have. Uh, first we'll start off with uh, the Numeron cards. Which they have three three main deck cards and four four extra deck cards. Here we go. We'll start with uh, Numeron Calling. This is like the big one. If you have uh, Numeron Network, which is their field spell in your field zone, and you control the monster, you summon four Numeron Gates, different names, banish them, but you can only, and, and you can only summon it once after this card resolves. This card so, is pretty good. So Absolutely. So, like, the, the ideal play after doing this is going to be going to Zexalock using the, the rank uh, ones, or the, yeah, the rank ones in the extra deck, you can see below. All of them have irrelevant effects. They all can't be destroyed by battle, and when, they're, uh, when they attack in the damage set, you can detach a material for them, and then they are uh, uh, all numbers get a uh, double attack for every new one currently controlled. So right. it like the effect isn't uh, relevant. It's more so for the lock where you can use your top exile for, where your opponent just cannot play on their turn. Uh, but the the cool thing uh, about it all is that they have uh, their own protection, so to speak. The the Numeron Wall, another card uh, as you can see up there, uh, is. It, it summons itself after you take damage, and it also gives you another way to get to the, the field spell. So you can always have a reoccurring new topic to play. Right. Um, next, uh, the last card, uh, next card, or next card, rather, uh, we have the field spell, which lets you, which more, more or less, you get to, you get to send uh, Calling the Grave to activate, similar to um, Predator Plant uh, Anaconda. Which means this card can, um, it makes it, the, the interaction with this is like, so, it's not exactly the easiest. Um, there's not many hand traps that really stop, stop, stop uh, you from doing this. You can't ash it, you can't, like, you can't Valor, you can't Perm. Um, if you, if, depending on the way you play it, you, you can't get Nibiru at any point during this. Um, Ghost Ogre hits it, which we—I mean—we might see more of Ghost Ogres when this when these cards are released. Uh, like like I said, there's good. Like we both said, sorry, there's a good and a bad to this entire engine. You know, do topics actual as we've seen in previous formats is is a degenerate block. However, we're like years ahead from when it was originally played, and a few. Uh, with that being said, you know, cards like Imperm, Chalice, Ogre. Uh, XYZ Encore, you you can even see play. It's just this the the Zexalock is too fragile in today's Yu-Gi-Oh for it to be, you know, an unbreakable board mentality type, uh, so to speak. So it, I don't think you'll see like heavy play, maybe a gimmick for like the the first two weeks of the format. But you never know. You can always see a development of you know someone having an innovation of it where they think it's just inherently broken going forward as well. Right, we might we might find way might we might find someone might find a way to like truly break this, but I sort of I don't think it's gonna see extensive play. It, 
there's always going to be like people that that are going to play it in the first the first couple weeks of release, and we'll we'll have to see if it like stands the test of time. Of is this is this is this a, is this just a meme or is this truly a are these truly just a broken engine to, to be played? Um, but we're going to move on to the next archetype slash deck we are looking at, looking at, and that will be the uh, Dragma cards. So Dragma is a very special uh, archetype in where they they care more about uh, controlling your opponent's extra deck to, uh, to a degree, as well as utilizing the uh, extra deck monsters in your graveyard to summon certain monsters from their archetype. Uh, Aiden is Aiden the Dragon Oracle. Uh, cannot be destroyed by battle with a special uh, special summon monster from the extra deck. And uh, if a monster with a special summon from the extra deck is on the field, you can special summon this card from its hand. Uh, from its hand. Uh, if this card on the field is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special summon another Dragon monster from your deck. So he's the floater of the deck. The uh, majority of them all have the, the special summon effect, but like if your opponent controls something that was special summon the extra deck. You know, you can special summon this card from your hand, etc. However, the the second effect is usually the effect that changes or something different. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure they 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 can't be killed by uh, extract monsters in general as a general. Yeah. Uh, um, we got Cardinal, uh, Cardinal. Dragma. It's like the boss monster we got here. Uh, you cannot normal summon or set uh, most people special summoned by. It's on effect. You can target four uh, fusion stinker XYZ and or link monsters in the graveyard. Special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, banish those targets. Uh, at the start of the damage step, if this card battles a special summon monster, destroy as many opponent's uh, attack position monsters as possible, then inflict 800 damage to your opponent for each of the extra deck special summon monster types of like fusion stinker XYZ and link. He's the, the boss monster of archetype. I don't. I think he'll be uh, seen much play. I don't think uh, he's useful enough. If anything, I think he's actually like too resource heavy to even manage. However, like you never know going forward, but uh, he definitely has an impact with his effect. If, he, if you can resolve his effect to, to board wipe, it, it can do damage. My, and his base stats is 32 32 as well. Uh, the big thing here I, I want to say is. Um, I think the Dragma archetype is, uh, for the most part, you know, it's it's a control deck, and a lot of the control decks, um, they want they want to, they don't want your opponent to put up these big boards, and this card sort of like, it's 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 okay even with even if you top perform big board, but this is like sort of like, uh, it seems like it's. Printed as an answer to those big uh, big boards, but like most of the big boards are are his effects just not going to resolve. Absolutely. I think I think it's a fine of like if if you're playing a pure build, I think it's a fine one of, but it's definitely not a card you want to see that often. Absolutely. The next card I believe is a Dragma Encounter. It's the I believe it's the the rotor for the uh, uh oh, the warrior returning alive, so to speak. So it, its first effect is you can special summon a dragma or an uh, albus nullius Phyllis from your hand, or you can take a dragma or an albus from your graveyard and either add it to your hand or special summon it. Uh, 
I don't believe Alvis really is fearless is an important card to mention. I don't think I, uh, it will be played. It's more of just the archetypes, like, it's part of the lore for the archetype, so that's why we didn't uh, put it in the video to mention. However, the, the fact that uh, it can add Dragma cards from Graveyard to your hand or Special Summon it is actually uh, very impactful because it's the recycle part of your engine. It being a trap card is kind of slow, I get it, but uh, the, like we already established, it's the, the Dragma engine is uh, control based, so whatever deck is going to be utilizing Dragma cards or the Dragma archetype is going to be set, uh, playing some sort of background function to help aid the the idea of the functional functional abilities of the dragma cards. Yeah, I think it's I think it's 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 a fine card. We'll def we'll definitely see play in the pure builds. Yeah. Uh, next uh, we have dragma, dragma punishment. punishment is next. Dragma punishment is actually a really unique card because it it uh it, it has interactions with you sending cards from the extra deck to send one monster your opponent controls off the uh, off the field and based off what you send you have you can gain additional effects for example if you if you were to send elder enti uh elder entity uh entis the fusion uh that you know infernoids used to play and stuff like that you the dragon punishment now becomes an icarus attack you just got rid of the one monster you were looking for and now you got rid of an additional card if you were to play, like, say, the Dragon uh, Necroz variant, you could send uh, Hell of the Arclight to not only get rid of a card, you could also search a ritual card to start your turn going forward. It, there's too many applications for the deck to where it becomes useful. Right, you could even, even if you're not playing a Necroz uh, version per se, you could you could tech in the, uh, the, the ritual monster that discards to stop a targeting effect. Just yeah, that, sure. Just like that card, that card effect is not completely completely great, but like when you're destroying, when you're getting a free plus that like you know could stop like an Aperm or Valor or what have you. The only big drawback to this card is after you use this, you cannot special summon from the extra uh, the turn after this card resolves. So if you're using it on your t opponent's turn, your turn you can't use your extra deck. Which, in certain instances, is not the worst, but it, it does put a hindrance on, a, you know, a lot of the, the archetype functions of whatever variant you, you tend to go with. Yes, this is def it's definitely a real cost to put in your deck, but the dra Dragma archetype as a whole, it, it, it's like sort of, it's, as, it's very anti-extra um, deck, so, sort of like how um, Monarchs, Monarchs were in 2016. Moving on, uh, we have their field spell. Uh, when it's in play, and your player can target your dragmas with monster effects summoned from the extra deck. Uh, and then once per turn, you can use uh, use the falling effects. You can only you can use the falling effects once per turn. Uh, after damage calculation, if your dragma battles, you can destroy that mon your opponent's monster. That's 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 pretty solid. Especially because, um, for the ma for the majority, your the strongest cards in the in the in the game are extra deck, but your deck is is utilizing cards that are powerful but don't let you use the extra deck. So, like being able to trade some of your less powerful cards, like your dragmas that are like you know like a little weaker than like your opponent's monsters, when you're able to trade them up. 
it's very strong. And then the last last effect is if it is destroyed in the field zone. You uh, each player sends one monster from their extra extra graveyard. Which that effect just fits with the theme again of controlling your opponent's extra deck and just trying to dwindle it down as quick as possible. Right. Uh, I don't think I don't think that effect is it's not gonna come up that much. Uh, maybe uh, the only thing I can think of is if you get lightning storms, but the other big uh, back row removal in the game right now is cosmic, which it doesn't activate on that, but. Still, it's still it's still a great include in the deck. Probably will probably you'll probably see at least two copies in in a drag in every pure build. Yep. Uh, the next card I believe is uh, Theo the Dragma Iron Hammer. He can't be destroyed by battle with a special summon monster from the extra deck. Uh, if this if a monster that was special summoned from the extra deck is on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. Similar to the other ones. Uh, his other effect is targeting one face of monster on the field that was special summoned from the extra deck, and it loses 600 attack, and this, uh, and he gains 600 attack. So, uh, being able to just stat change can come up. Uh, I don't see him being very useful for his stay because the 600 loss versus the 600 gain isn't as impactful as uh, you would think in today's Yu-Gi-Oh. Because more uh, majority of the of the decks use extra decks to remove problems versus you just going to your battle phase and just running something over with like this type of a uh, an archetype. Yeah, this this card's this card's not that great. I mean, it it, it summons itself when your opponent summons from the extra deck, but it, that's all it really does. And like you're not this deck uh, isn't really using its own extra deck. Like if it was. Like having a free summon to like go 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 into some place would be very impactful, but that's just that's just not the the way this deck seems seems to be fun seems to be functioning. Um, next, the last three card, uh, yeah, the last three cards in the archetype are cards that uh, are most likely going to be seen not in only the pure pure uh, Dragon builds, but like in the when in the builds that are splashing other engines. Yep, so Maximus, uh, Maximus Dragma, uh, he's the second Suedo boss monster of the archetype. You can banish one fusion, synchro, or XYZ, or link monster from your graveyard, especially on this card from your hand. During your main phase, you can send two monsters with different names from your extra deck to the graveyard, and your opponent also has to do the same thing. Uh, and he's a, he's a once per turn effect. That part comes up a lot where, like, turn one, you know, in, like, the invoked variants where you make Makuba, uh, using, like, Almirage and stuff to, to get yourself a link on board. Your turn one is usually Maximus, uh, Dragma, and Makuba to send. Uh, there's a new fusion that should be coming out also, uh, uh, where he, it, it's the engage, so to speak, of the deck, because in the end phase you get to add a, uh, a Dragma card, too. Uh, I don't know the name offhand, uh, but regardless, that effect is fine. It's more of just a, a plus gain ability that way. And it also sends cards like uh, Omega, Entis, Engation, Playing Second. Uh, there we go. It's called the Incineration Dragon Bastard. Uh, <laughs> sorry for the language. <laughs> it's just. Uh, the name there, 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 there's no, there's no way, there's no way that that's going to be the CCG name. Yeah, absolutely. That name has to get changed. But uh, during the end phase, that card, uh, like I said, allows you to add a, a Dragon card to your hand. 
that uh oh another card i'm sorry we also forgot to talk about was disciples of the uh nadir send uh, it sends one monster from your extra graveyard then has one dragon monster from your deck to your hand with uh with attack less than or equal to the stats it's again it's a very uh recyclable engine that uh has an uh, implemented implemented a bunch of ways for uh, you to be able to search these cards yeah this 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 car uh sort of going out of order but uh since we forgot about this card yeah i forgot this card because it, the it's 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 like it's sort of like personal spoofing it's it's a dragma card but it doesn't say dragma in, in the text yep that's the, the but, it wasn't intentional <laughs> but it's it's or it but in our in our way why it's like spoofing is because it i know there's like uh one um there's a card one or two cards that like searches dragma cards and um yeah if this just like if you could set spoofing off of a uh, marionette if you could search this it, this card just this card is just like the best card in the, in the deck honestly Absolutely. And once again, go back to uh, Maximus Dragma. Uh, being able to send anything from the extra deck is, is incredible. There are plays where you can send the new Shadal Fusion, Abcolones in the grave, to send uh, to search Shadal Fusions or Shadal, uh, the new Shadal card coming out. It's it's a good starter card as well as an extender at the same time. Yeah. There's, these the, uh, the cards, the, the Dragma cards are, that are, that are, are splashable and like all the deck and like multiple decks they're gonna be very strong uh you'll, they'll probably you'll probably see a similar effect to um as uh Elblich is, is having on the current format where you just you just see uh drag um ma uh dragma access dragma this drag like drag just like dragma this dragma that, that. moving yep. on though the next card is ecclesia the, uh, the dragma saint he once again can't be destroyed by battle with something from the extra deck. Uh, his effect is when he's normal special summon, you can add one dragon card from your deck to your hand. He's the the rotor of the deck. He's the Stratos. You know, archetypes like this. Whenever you have a Stratos, you'll definitely be seeing this card as well, just to keep your engine alive and keeping it going for the grind game purposes. Definitely. Um, see. And got finally, your Flare Delise, the Dragma Knight. Uh, he's slightly different from them because you can special summon him on your opponent's turn as well. Because during the main phase, if a monster is special summoned from the extra deck and is on the field, you can special summon this card from your hand. Then, if you have another Dragma monster on the field, you can target one, uh, one face up monster and negate its effects until the end of this turn. And then, when uh, your Dragma monster declares an attack, all your Dragmas can gain 500 attack for the, uh, for the battle phase. He's a, a very impactful card for uh, specific situations and Nisha damage input. Yeah, this card, um, effect filler and permits and permits are two of the strongest hand traps in the in the game currently. And this card is a this is literally a searchable effect failure with uh with the Stratos, which is you know there's gonna be decks that there's gonna be decks that just like splash splash like three of this and even just one of this like. Yep. And uh, with that being said, the next card we'll be talking about is the Shadal card coming out, Shadal Run. You know, for years we've been saying, a lot of us have been saying Shadals need support, so Shadals need cards coming out. The structure that gave you a little hint and a little taste, you know, giving you Abcolone to be able to add uh, the Shadal Fusion from your deck to hand, similar to Shadal Hedgehog's ability. But now that you have that, 
should all now you, they're getting their own miracle fusion with a removal effect. It's it when a fusion deck gets its own miracle fusion, it becomes a problem because decks that can utilize you we've seen in the past miracle fusion and bubble beat back in 2011. You know, it, it was it was a uh, a sleeper card, but that card did a lot of damage. So should all of rock is definitely gonna be part of uh, the Dragma decks or any fusion deck going forward. Yes. Being able to flash the window on the field is absurd. Yeah, and just uh just so it just to get everything away, I will we'll look at this card because it's mentioned in a lot of the cards. So Albus really is fearless. He can be normal or special summoned. Uh, you can discard one card, fusion summon one monster from your extra deck using this card on the field. And monsters your opponent controls as fusion materials. You don't use this effect once per turn. Like I said, I, I remembered him vaguely from reading him. I don't see him being really relevant because you're not really ever going to fusion the, the incineration dragon. He's more of you sending him off Maximus to get the search off because uh, who doesn't like sky striker gauge effects here and there it's just uh, he, he you can you can forget and if that card wasn't printed i was newly as fearless it wouldn't hurt the archetype in any way or even make it any better yep yeah, i mean it's so you feel so you're fearing into this right uh which it's himself and a monster with 25 more attack which you know his effect isn't a dead effect right like you you can do it but i just i just don't see it really seeing much play competitively right especially when you have cards like super ball you could do the same thing and then that card your opponent can't respond to at least this one's just a watered down version of that yeah it i mean they'll, pro they'll probably be it'll probably see some play in the builds early on but it'll probably make its way out of the deck pretty fast Exactly. All right. The so next archetype is the one that everyone's been waiting for. You know, this is the the hype of uh, archetype coming out of Rise of the Duelist. You know, we got a taste of it in Tomb Chaos. It's called Infernoble Knights. You know, this this is the deck that to play going forward. Man, if if combo cannot get any more stronger, you know, I don't know how high how high the ceiling is going to be for this deck. It has absurd boards and multiple lines of play for this deck to to take off. Yeah, I'm. I'm already. I'm already. I'm already having Goku flashbacks. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> when when you can rip cards out your opponent's hand. That's more than two cards. It becomes a problem. Anyways, let's get right into it. So right. here we have Infernoble Knight Dreadnought. Oh, uh, we're gonna start with uh, the oh, yeah, card. So uh, we we're gonna start. Actually, we're gonna start with the cards that are technically TCG legal, and then we'll work our way to the cards that come out. Yes. First, we have Immortal. Uh, Phoenix Gear Free. This is not a. It's technically not a Infernal Noble card, but this card is gonna is most certainly gonna see play in the deck. Uh, you can banish equip equip spell from your field or graveyard to spell something from your hand. At the start of the damage step, this card attacks. You can equip a face up monster in the field to this card, and then it gains 500 attack. And when a monster effect is activated. You can send a face up a quick spell to control the graveyard and negate the activation. You can destroy it. You can only use it once per turn. Um, so this is just just um, a negate that like just flows very well with the rest of the deck. Yep, like he's just he's the the straight up boss monster of the of the deck. Like I said, if they would have gave him an infernoble name, it would have been probably really too uh, really broken. On top of him already being you know 
semi-viable. Right. Next we have Infernal Knight Renad. If you can if you control a fire a fire warrior monster, you can summon it from your hand. If summon this way, he's treated as a tutor. And you can only spell summon himself through his own effect once per turn. Uh, if he spells summon, you can target a fire warrior monster or one of your equipped spells that is banished in your graveyard and add it to your hand. This card is actually absurd. You know, being able to... <laughs> I'm sure you... The moment you read he becomes a tuner, you guys were all thinking needle fiber planes. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. This deck has needle fiber combos and because they're all warriors... They have ISO combos. And the fact that it recycles cards like, uh, uh, don't butcher me for the name, it's some, uh, Smoke Grenade or uh, Goblin Thief Smoke Grenade as the Eclipse Belt, which is being uh, able to rip cards out your opponent's hand. Uh, you know, when <laughs> you can mix cards that are old into an archetype that have that were irrelevant at one point and somehow utilize them to make them broken, it just truly shows deck innovation. Yeah, definitely. There's like smoke grenade. Um, there's infernal, infernal noble equips themselves that we'll get to. There's also equips that are extenders like DDR. DDR, you have living fossil. Living you know, fossil. You have yeah. the, the divine warrior phoenix blade for you to you know recur that we can make. If for some reason they they play the nightmare package because I'm sure the extra deck is very flexible, you know, to have an easy easily discard outlet for all the nightmare effects to resolve is. Incredible. Yeah, on top on on top of that, the, this card, is, like, if you were so, if you wanted to, you could play one for one in the deck and one for one for this guy. Like, that's another that's another thing you could, like, you just play. Uh, and he's an extender because because he, he summons himself. If you have a fire warrior. Yep, he can definitely he can be your, he has a, a, an incredible potential for the deck and the ceiling it has already. All right, moving on. We have Roland. Um, you can target a face monster control, equip this card from your hand. Scope spell that and that gives him 500 plus plus 500 attack. During the end phase, if he's sent to the graveyard, you add a fire warrior or an equip spell from your deck to hand. So he's like so he's like your scarm, so so to speak, of the deck. Yeah, so uh, again, you know, new archetypes coming out, then they need to be able to keep up, if not outperform the older uh, meta rotation. You know, having a uh, a searching a searchable engine in the deck is just part of Yu-Gi-Oh today. You know, you can't if you don't have uh, a Scarm for the deck or a Stratos engine for the deck, your deck is probably not keeping up or outpacing the current meta values. Yeah, I feel. The the for the game today is just you have to your deck you, your deck has to have s some form of consist consistency in the deck or your or your deck's just not gonna it's just not gonna survive in the in the year twenty twenty in the in the world of Yu Gi Oh exactly right. here we are we're gonna start with our first card that is only OCG legal currently this is these cards will be released in early August so you have plenty of time to get your stuff together before you can play these cards yes but the, but they are but it is coming fast so uh this, uh, this guy's name is astro 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 -fo. I, i'm definitely gonna butcher yeah, like all these names but... 
I, I don't even think I can pronounce it. It's probably Astolfo, something around there. Yeah, and we don't even know. These 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 are probably not even the TCG names, so. Yep, they, for all we know, they can change overnight. All right, you can take this one. Uh, you can banish one fire warrior monster from your hand to graveyard, special summon this card from your hand, then make it uh, become the same level as that banished monster. You can banish this card from your graveyard, special summon this card, this banished card during your second standby phase after activation. Then you can special summon one of your fire warrior monsters that is banished, uh, that is banished or in your graveyard. He's also a hard one for turn. You know, another extender of the deck, and he could potentially be a, you know, a, a, one, a one card combo into the grind game. You know, for whatever you need going forward. Yeah, definitely good. Definitely like, he's he's like it's slow recovery, but the reco the recovery on this like even though it takes like a turn or like two turns, like it's sort of insane. Yep, I'm expecting because it's an equipped deck, you know. There's gonna be games where if the mirrors are, are happening, you know, you guys draw multiple equip spells. It, she she can become useful in specific scenarios. Yep, moving on. The next card is Infernoble Knight Magus. Again, don't kill us on the names. <laughs> uh, uh, a monster equipped with this card cannot be destroyed by battle. You can only use each of the following effects once per turn. If this card is sent to the graveyard. Uh, you can shuffle three fire warrior monsters cards and or noble arms cards that are banished or in your graveyard into the main deck to draw one card. So it has a Dagusto Emerald effect. And its second effect is if this card is in your graveyard, you can target one of your uh, warrior monsters you control, equip this card to that target. So I believe, I think the Emerald effect is great. You know, having to be able to grind and out, uh, and out resource your opponent does come up in, in Yu-Gi-Oh! like almost every other turn. It's it's insane. And the fact that it allows you to replenish your resources is also uh, I'm sure too. Um yeah, so this deck this so this deck has insane combos, right? And what happens when there's there are decks with insane combos in the format? People will will main like all these hand traps and they'll try that and they'll and they'll try to win they'll try to like make these combo decks play like a fair game and try to win there but like this is the second card we've looked at that uh that is just straight is just, is just straight value in the in the grind in the grind deck in the grind game like not only one of these uh control decks hand trap you the they're not they're taking the game to their piece so to, this card allows you to keep it where it's slow enough to where if you can gain enough resources, you can then just blow them out the water in a, in a turn later or two. Yeah, like they, they 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 think if they slow you down to their pace, that that, that like they're just they're like guaranteed the win. But like these cards, these cards that we're looking at, just it it says not they're like oh not so fast. You haven't won the game yet. I'm still in this. Yep. Moving exactly. on. We got, <laughs> we got Infernoble Ogier. Jesus, these names are uh, <laughs> they're they're one for the the taking. Anyways, this card, uh, monster equipped to this card cannot be destroyed by card effects. She's also so hard once per turn. It's card of noble special summon. You can send one fire mon uh, warrior monster, one noble arms card from your deck to the graveyard. If this card is your graveyard, you can target one warrior monster and equip this card to that target. So she's the. The Armageddon Knight of the deck, so I'll, I'm sure there's plays uh, where you need to fool or something to start stuff. So I'm assuming she could also be a starter going uh, going forward. 
you know, she, oh, that's where probably Astolfo comes in, where you can uh, foolish her to start the plays because if she's in the graveyard, she can banish herself and come back two turns later. You know, there's plenty, plenty of routes where these cards can go. Yeah, like, and and if you notice, like, uh, we have going coming back to this guy, uh, he he can equip to a monster and make not be killed by battle, and we have this one that can't be destroyed by stop from being card effects. Yep, and the next one going forward then will be uh, Oliver. He's part of that also package where your opponent cannot target mon- uh, a monster equipped with card effects. Uh, you can send one fire warrior monster and a quick spell from uh, your hand or face up from the field to the graveyard to special them in this card. He then becomes a level one. If this card is in the graveyard, you can target a warrior monster you control and equip that to the target. Him being a, a tuner is like incredibly impactful because it's another tuner for the deck to get into needle fiber plays. And the fact that it's still a warrior means you can uh, pivot your needle fiber if they were to get stopped into ice old plays. There's plenty of other routes you can go with. Uh, this deck, almost that you can just tell by reading these cards. Where if, if you get hand trapped on one line of play, it's similar to Infernities, where you can diverge to another line and still put out a big board or a rip cards out your opponent's hands comfortably and still not commit uh, a lot of resources to it. Yeah, another, th- another thing to note is um, the fact that uh, the equip sword can't be destroyed by uh, cannot be target by card effects uh, can be really impactful if uh, like against cards like Impermanence or Valor like you can equip you, you can activate effect to equip to like something and then they have to choose to Imperm or Valor then and then you can adjust your line of play with, with that information The uh, d- definitely a very strong card yep I, I wholeheartedly agree that this archetype as we're going through it is just in, going to be insane coming through. However, the next card we're going to get into are their equip spells. So these are their uh, Infernoble Arms Durandal. When this card is equipped to a monster, it's the rotor for the deck. You can add a excuse me, you can add a level 5 or a lower war, uh, fire warrior monster from your deck to your hand. Then destroy this card. If this card is sent to the graveyard because you equip monster, was sent to the graveyard. You can target a level five warrior monster in your graveyard and special summon it. You cannot special summon monsters for the rest of the turn. Except warrior monsters, uh, it being a once per turn, is irrelevant. The fact that it allows you to uh, this deck has a, multiple rotors is insane. As we're, as you've noticed, like it, it should have no problem getting to consistency value within the deck as as we're reading these cards. Yeah, and 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 like. If you choose to like activate this but not use the uh, add add clause, you can um, link away this and whatever like what it's like what's equipped to like what's equipped to and something else to make your fiber or your isol, and then like have this as chain link as grave effect as chain link two to chain chain block from ash if you choose to. Which I, I I don't think I I don't I don't think there's many many times where you're gonna opt not to search, but you know if if you're really scared of uh, Ash Blossom, it's def it's definitely something to keep in mind. Absolutely, uh, every scenario can come up at any point. Moving um, on to the next one. Moving on, we have joyous, 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 joyous. 
<laughs> uh, anyways, while this card is equipped to a monster, you can target one fire, warrior monster, graveyard, and two hand. Destroy this card if this card is sent to the graveyard because the equipped monster was sent to the graveyard. You can special summon one fire, warrior monster from your hand. So it has a, a limit effect and it also has a, a warrior returning a live effect. I, I don't think this card is that bad. I think it's more of a, a grinding aspect. If not, the extended purpose is probably what it's going to be used for the most. To be able to just put another body on board from your hand. I think I think this card's this card's it's it's not great, but this card's not bad. Yeah, uh, it's definitely gonna be at least a one of in the deck regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not much more to say about that. Like. Just, it's an alright card. Uh, uh, final Infernoble Arms is Hot Claire. Hot Clear. <laughs> when this card is equipped to a monster, you can target one face-up monster you control this turn. You cannot declare attacks for other monsters. Also, it can make a second attack during each battle phase. Then destroy this card. If this card is sent to graveyard because the equipped monster is sent to graveyard, you can target one monster on the field and destroy it. I think the second effect is the most useful one when you're going second. It's definitely going to see play for that effect. To just be able to destroy a face of card, a uh, face of monster. Sorry, is very impactful, especially when you're, you're you can, when you're chain blocking effects too. Yeah. So this, in my opinion, this card's going to either see play as a one of, or it's not going to see play at all. Um, it's it's effect of pop card is is very. Is very important. Is very nice, but the fact that its first effect is uh, very lackluster, and like the fact that this card doesn't really help you going first, is is, is one of the reasons why I can see it not seeing play. But at the same time, maybe maybe it's an okay as a one up for when you do when you go second. But yep, I definitely agree. Uh, now we get the. I think the I think there you are. I think. There's probably you probably just want to play like more uh, like more extender equip spells than like maybe this, but time will tell. Let's we'll move on to the um, synchros. Here we have Infernoble Knight Vanguard Roland. Uh, he's a tuner synchro monster, so that's really important to know. When this if this card is synchro summoned, you can activate this effect during the end phase. Send one equip spell from your deck to the graveyard, then add a warrior monster from your deck to your hand. During the main phase, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target a warrior monster, equip this card to it as an equip spell, then uh, then make it gain 500 attack. You can only use uh, each effective only once per turn. I think the the more important fact of it is uh, he's a tuner synchro monster. I'm sure you, he's he, he easily converts into the next card coming up, or uh, even any other single. You can probably like for whatever reason, if you ever wanted to, if the deck ever needed, you could turn it into a crystal wing synchro dragon. <laughs> I'm, I'm just shooting out ideas now. I'm not sure if they even play that card. I haven't explored the deck enough to understand its value that way. But regardless, you know it's still a very impactful card. Um, so I think the, the big the big thing to note here is um, the fact that it's a it's you know of course like everyone everyone says you know the, uh, any like synchro tuner is like go with fiber but like this one actually is like actually really good with fiber because 
not only like its first effect is like during the end phase so like that's good even during your opponent's turn and then it has an effect that is a quick effect so like it like doubles up as actually being really relevant even on your summoning off your opponent's turn off fiber and this card yep. just does it's just everything this card does just it's just good yep i i definitely agree with that can't argue with you there Finally, we have the bigger boss monster of the Synchro Engine of the, of the deck, Infernoble Knight Emperor Charlemagne. Uh, if a monster on the field becomes equipped with an equipped card, even during the damage step, you can destroy one card on the field. During the end phase, you can equip one. Uh, you can equip one equip spell from your hand or graveyard to this card. Then you can equip one Fire uh, Warrior monster from your deck to this card as an equip spell that makes it gain 500. You only use each effect once per turn. This guy right here has a lot of potential. Being able to not be non-target removal and being able to equip an equip spell and equip one of the, the guys that give Infernobles 500. Uh, I believe it was uh, Agnier, uh, Oliver, and Astolfo, and Magius. One of them, uh, the ones that can't be destroyed by battle, target, or uh, be destroyed by card effects makes him a really impactful card of the, of the board. I'm sure he's definitely part of the end boards of combos. I can't see him being a bad card ever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's like, um, he's like your, he's like the Thunder Dragon Titan of this, uh, of, of the deck. Yep, he's a Thunder Dragon Titan and he has protection from whatever you, you need for the scenario. It's, it, listen, you guys are seeing it for yourselves. After reading these cards and listening to us talk about it, I'm sure you guys can, can pick up on combos, learn the deck yourselves, and just understand what, what we're trying to tell you. This is going to be the deck that changes the format. You know, Dragma and all these other cards are, are relevant. However, I think the Infernoble cards are truly going to put uh, fear into a lot of people, uh, players' hearts. Like, these mirror matches are going to probably be, be one for the, uh, the ages. I don't know how these mirror matches could ever turn out well, but I'm excited for the new format. I'm excited for uh, to change from Rocks and Eldix to the Dragon Infernobles because I, uh, after reading these cards, you can see how well they combat each other these decks. It's not going to be a one-sided format. Uh, however, you never know how the format can turn out. The real, All right, one, uh, one question I have for you, Peter, is do What's you that? think that rocks and eldritch are gonna just disappear from the meta once these are out. like phase out no i don't think they'll phase out because you know as, as we already see now synchro eldritch and rocks have uh, are incredibly impactful and that there's no ban list i don't see konami dropping another ban list in september either because once again there haven't been no events you know uh Without events, people buying product, they're just buying product and waiting for Konami to announce events. So you're going to see us. We're at a point where we're going to stray from what OCG is doing, where we're going to see a highly diverse format with a bunch of broken decks. Because you got to remember, rocks can bust their lock, they can artifact site decks. You know, whoever goes first between the Infernoble rock matchup, it comes down to what they can do. You know, we still don't even know if the Infernoble deck can play through the mirror or not. There hasn't been much word on that. Whereas we've seen Eldrick you know, evolve to where they can put out a Herald Savage combo with traps and hand traps and play through their own Nibiru. 
it's just going to be you're going to have probably a three four deck format going into this which makes this extremely exciting going forward from august on to the end of the year yeah i think i think i think it'll be great though i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure at first at first there will be like you know there'll be you know like wars of like the 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 newer decks and then like the all the the older like top tier decks you know battling out for top dog and then eventually i'm sure at least one of the four decks will you know sort of just take a step down but it'll definitely it'll definitely be exciting to like find out like what deck which of those decks is gonna is, is gonna have to take that fall yep for sure i can't wait as always lounge um, i appreciate you guys watching our videos and give us the time of day subscribe to our youtube like uh our page comment in the comment section below what you would like to hear from us talk about next and the upcoming archetypes you know we'll we'll be doing videos like this as much as we can for the upcoming sets uh and with that uh have a have a great day lounge enjoy your time watching our videos